everyone, this is Jody again, uh, back with the last episode of the Heartway Podcast Season 2. So we started this season doing interviews, and a lot of great interviews. Uh, If you haven't listened to those, I recommend you go back earlier in the season and, and listen through those, and I'm really pumped about... Uh, finishing off this season, doing this episode today, and then getting prepped for next season. So next season, uh, we're doing stories. Uh, basically, I'm going to share with you my testimony, uh, my call to the ministry, uh, and, and, and just some different stories of our adventures with God. And so hopefully um, those can all be of encouragement to you. And... Uh, that's, that's the point of it, is just to build up your faith, to encourage you to keep on keeping on, uh, to help you feel like you're not alone in the difficulties you go through in ministry. Um, and so I'm super excited about season three. And today, uh, today we're going to go over a very serious uh, matter, a matter that's very near and dear to my heart and that matter is suicide as inflation increases as gas prices go up to numbers unseen as people leave their houses because property taxes have increased way too much as health care and insurance prices continue to rise and honestly be unmanageable and as the idea of buying a vehicle seems like uh, a fairy tale at times, and on and on. Some might be tempted uh, in these situations that the easiest way to escape their em- seemingly impossible situations is just to kill themselves. Uh, some think it's the only out. Some think it's the only way to get out of these insane situations that they have ended up in. When I was in high school, uh, our principal committed suicide. I don't know his heart, but I think he was in a situation that he viewed as impossible. And the only way that he could escape this situation that he saw uh, in, in any kind of way that he felt like he would get out of this is to end his life, to, to kill himself. Also, when I was in high school, one of our teachers committed suicide. Sometimes people attempt suicide or commit suicide because of mental illness. Uh, there, There is something physiologically abnormal about their brain and uh, they can think about killing themselves or, or, or kill, kill themselves, uh, go through the act of suicide without any preparation or, or logic in it. I know um, I have heard stories and, and, and I know those in ministry who have uh, tragically killed themselves. I know kids I went to school with who have committed suicide. While it takes a whole other level for someone to follow through with that act of, of suicide, suicidal thinking is actually something that's more common than you would ever imagine people toy with the thoughts of ending it all for relief, for escape. Christians toy with the thoughts of getting out of this broken world, 
and enjoying heaven as soon as possible. In fact, I think it would be wise if maybe we started singing less hymns about the joys of heaven for several reasons, including this reason. Besides, we aren't living right now with the purpose of dying physically one day. Uh, we are living physically right now to live spiritually right now, here, here and now, to glorify God. If we have Christ, we are saved. We have eternal life now. That's not just something that, that comes when we physically die. John 3.16 talking about receiving eternal life at the moment of belief, not just when we die physically. I want to express wholeheartedly to anyone suicidal or that knows anyone suicidal to reach out for help as soon as possible. Reach out to your pastors, ministers. If you're, if you're dealing with these thoughts, reach out to counselors. We are here for anyone and everyone in this regard. We don't want to see anyone in their life early and the families and friends left behind in deep, unbelievable grief and needing intense and prolonged grief counseling. If you know someone who is threatening to kill themselves, take it seriously. Call 911. That's that's what you're that's what we're instructed to do if there is someone who is who is threatening to kill themselves. Just go ahead and call 911. Don't take it lightly. Someone trained will come to them. The number one reason that you shouldn't commit suicide is that God loves you and has given you the gift of life. Whether you're a believer or whether you're an unbeliever in Jesus, God still loves you. If you do believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you shouldn't commit suicide because God loves you. God's given you the gift of life and you are a child of God. Your identity is a child of God. Who you are is not what you do for a living, but that you are a child of God. The meaning of your life is to deny your flesh and to live in your spirit to glorify God and grow closer to Him and bring others to Him. Denying suicide is denying the flesh in the most extreme way. If you struggle with suicidal thinking, you are not alone. Suicidal thinking and suicide was commonly recorded in the Bible. Uh, think about it, Jonah was suicidal. He, t- he tried to drown himself. Uh, Abimelech told his armor bearer to kill him. Samson killed himself to kill others. Saul killed himself with a sword to avoid torture. Judas hung himself in guilt and regret of betraying Jesus. There are many, many more examples of suicide and suicidal thinking in the Bible. Solomon, the wisest in the world, said in my favorite book of the Old Testament, which is Ecclesiastes, that life is meaningless. He clarifies this statement that life is meaningless only if you focus on living in the physical, fleshly life and everything associated with that on this sinful earth. When we look up to God and get our focus off of ourselves and off of this world, then our perspective shifts from the physical to the spiritual. When we look at our lives and the world around us with a spiritual and godly mindset, we no longer see life as meaningless, but instead as a gift and an opportunity. 
Pastors who are dealing with a depressed and bipolar in church, please know that according to uh, the Joint Commission on Mental Illness, that 42% of emotionally disturbed persons initially contacted a minister. In the book, Responding to Suicidal Crisis by Doman Lum, Lum elaborates on this state of, uh, on this, on this, st- this statistic by saying the pastor is a natural gatekeeper and mental health agent to care for emotionally upset and suicidal persons. So I'm telling all ministers that it is absolutely vital that you know how to recognize and to help the suicidal. Lum in his book offers more help for us in recognizing the suicidal um, and that Suicide-oriented persons often complain that their lives have lost meaning are, or are no longer worth living. So those who are suicidal are going to question the meaning of life. Theological seminaries should have suicide prevention courses uh, as a part of the pastoral counseling curriculum. They should address how to relate to a suicidal person in a constructive way um, uh, and and know how to do post-funeral grief counseling with family survivors and do a physical autopsy of prominent persons who committed suicide. Uh, I'm probably not well-known enough to teach such a course, but I would absolutely love to do so one day after a few more years of experience. There's so much that can be said in this podcast, but I wanted to make this podcast because a lot of people are tempted to get out of situations with the only way they see, which is ending their lives. Please don't do this. Please, please don't do this. Reach out to us, either me at Jody at HeartwayCare.com or my wife Gabby at HeartwayCare.com. Again, this has been the Heartway Podcast, where we help with issues at the source. Until next time.